0: American financing is our sponsor this half hour um, yesterday I did a show on uh, on the economy and what it was coming our way and uh, please pay attention uh, because we are entering a new world and the economy is uh, not doing well uh, they're going to raise interest rates you see this the Fed said they're going to start tapering uh, and they're going to raise interest rates uh, early next year well, it seems like the economy is in really good shape, so it's, yeah. that's, this is the time to do it. Yeah. Their only reason why they're doing this is inflation. inflation. The last time they did tapering, uh, the economy went into a tailspin, uh, and uh, now if they raise interest rates, the economy could go into a tailspin. Uh, that shows you that they know that inflation is out of control. So interest rates are going up. Now is the time to refinance your house, to get a mortgage, uh, to get a consolidation loan. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 906 It's AmericanFinancing.net. 15
1: seconds. Okay,
0: 15 seconds and uh, the national radio program begins. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. I want to talk to you a little bit about this, this weird Alice in Wonderland world that we are finding ourselves in. I, I want to ask you, what are the biggest issues of the day? And then I want to play some audio from those in Washington. It's the craziest damn thing I've ever seen. We go there in 60 seconds. Relief Factor uh, is is here to relieve your pain. Works for about 70% of the people who try it. Costs you about 20 bucks to try the three-week quick start trial pack. That will tell you whether or not it's going to make an impact. If it's not changing anything in you, it's probably not going to. But they take f- four different things. You know, all these um, ibuprofen 800. It works one direction, one way. It hits certain things um, but not others. There are like four different ways to attack inflation uh, or, uh, yeah, inflammation. Sorry. You can tell what I have in my mind. Inflammation. And uh, Relief Factor puts all four of them together. So there's a good shot that this works for you. Please give it a try. Get out of pain. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. 800 583 8384. ReliefFactor.com. 800 500 8384 so, what are the biggest issues? I would say the border, right? Border is a big one. Uh, what are they doing? What are they doing on the border? Here's Maxine Waters, cut seven.
2: I'm unhappy, and I'm not just unhappy with the cowboys who were running down Haitians and using their reins to whip them. I'm happy with the administration. We are following the Trump policy. He is the one that does not follow the Constitution and would not allow
3: those seeking refuge to be able to petition to get into the country. What
2: the hell are we doing here? What we witness takes us back hundreds of years. What we witness was worse than what we witnessed in slavery.
0: Stop for just a second. Now, that might sound like hyperbole, or somebody who doesn't have any idea of what they're talking about. Every time you say these are the seeds of what were planted in Germany, you get attacked. How dare you say that? Do you know what that was like? Yes, I do. And that's why I think we should stop it. She's saying that being chased on horses at the border because you're coming here illegally. That's worse than. Then slavery. Maxine, you're either out of your mind or slavery wasn't so bad. I, which one is it? I know exactly which one it is. Out of yes, those two. I, I do, too, <laughs> but amazing. I don't think she does. Yeah. OK, so let's say next big story would be what terrorism and uh, Afghanistan and the Taliban and what's going on there. Getting people out. People on the border that are coming through Uh, next hour. I'm going to give you something from uh, Biden's first uh, border security chief. The warning he is giving America on what is coming across our border is stark and hair raising. So let's find out what is our FBI? uh, What's our FBI director worried about today? Uh we, we do collect uh, information uh, very much about, uh, I think, the category that you're describing, we put in the category of racially and ethnically motivated violent extremism, uh, of which the biggest chunk by far uh, is racial or ethnic motivation uh, favoring white supremacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we collect information about that threat. Uh, we have, as you say, prioritized that threat at a national threat priority mm-hmm. level. okay. So they're concentrating on uh, domestic terrorism because it has exploded and they're focusing on white supremacy. I think that's all what everybody in America is thinking. That's what the problem is. And they should be concentrating on that one. Um, how about this? The economy. Gas is up a dollar, up a dollar since this guy got into office. Your groceries are going through the roof meats up like 25%. Are they worried about inflation? Are they talking about inflation? No, they're talking about (sighs) global warming. We've got to get rid of gas and oil. We've got to change the way our food is produced. So it's sustainable so much. This is so important to them that even genocide doesn't matter. Here's John Kerry in an interview with Bloomberg. He's asked about the switch off between working with China to combat climate change versus not working with China because they're committing genocide against the Uyghurs. Here's what he says.
2: Another issue related to China is importing of solar panels, uh, because clearly a priority of the Biden administration is really addressing climate. But it's not the only priority. There are other things right. as well, such as the Uyghur situation in the West. Uh, what, what is the process by which one trades off climate against human rights? <laughs> Great question. Well, life, you know, life is always full of tough choices. <laughs> wow. in, in, the, in the relationship between nations. Yes, we have issues, a number of different issues. But first and foremost, this planet must be protected. We all need to do that for our people, the population of China, 1.4 billion people. They care about clean air, clean water. They want a planet that is respected and that they can look to for future generations. And they need that as much as we do. So the Mm. hope is that if Mm. our cooperation can come forward on this issue, that could perhaps open the door to say, you know what, we did it there. Let's see if we can find a way to deal with cyber, or deal with nuclear, or deal with some of these other issues. The Uyghurs. And I believe there are clearly other areas where cooperation could produce something. Hmm.
3: Yeah, I know a lot of people, the Uyghurs in particular, are very concerned about clean air at the concentration camps they live oh, in. Oh, yeah. You know, clean <laughs> water.
0: Time. They'd like to have clean water. They'd like to have any water. Yeah. You know, that nice. would be
3: great. That would be nice. That would be great.
0: They'd also like to be able to go outside when they wanted to. He actually, He actually compared what... What he's doing to Ronald Reagan and Gorbachev, mm. he said they had big differences, but they sat down and they worked it out. Hmm. Man, that uh, that's
3: uh, that's a bad one, comparison. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's one way to look at it. It's it, it completely is. incorrect. Well, but. what I mean. I don't know which one's worse. Is is genocide worse or is a 0.8% Celsius temperature rise over a century worse? I don't know. I mean, they're basically (sighs) the same thing to me. It is hard to tell. It really is. It really is. Because you could see, obviously, over the past century how much worse life has become. You know, all these uh, climate has really been the story of the past century.
0: I want to read something. This is from Congressman Billy Long. He's from Missouri, the 7th Congressional District. Uh, and he's written a uh, an op-ed for the Washington Examiner. Imagine this. You're taking your weekly trip to the grocery store. As the grocery store clerk tells you, the total for groceries. Your first thought is, no, there's got to be a mistake. It can't be that much. But you pay. You push your card off to the side. You recheck the total item by item, and then sticker shock sets in. The clerk hasn't made an error. Welcome, to America Biden Harris style. Hello, inflation. After cooking a high-priced breakfast in the morning, you head into work and notice the gas gauge is either broken or you're near empty. But gas is up 74% since January 20th. Now you realize that filling up is no longer an option. You tell the gas station cashier, yes, $15 on pump 12, Now, with your gas gauge registering at just over a quarter of a tank, you hear on the radio that Americans are stranded at the mercy of terrorists in the Middle East. And now the world's greatest superpower has been rendered feckless. Like many Americans, you're thinking, what in the world is happening to America? And how did it decline so severely in eight short months? I remember Jimmy Carter's presidency well, and as Yogi Berra would often say, it's like deja vu all over again. Those of us who lived through Carter's presidency felt positive that he would always be considered the worst president in our lifetime. Unfortunately, he has lost that title to our current president, Joe Biden. Today, inflation is hurting middle class families. Excessive government spending is crippling our economy. A disastrous foreign policy is leaving Americans stranded, and China and Russia will soon be able to reverse engineer 85 billion of our military hardware that we left to the Taliban. Biden campaign on building back better. The reality is, nothing has been better since he and Vice President Kamala Harris took office. In fact, They and their team of Obama administration holdovers are actively working against the interests of the country for their dereliction of duty in the botched withdrawal from Afghanistan, their total capitulation to China and other adversaries, their calamitous open border policies, their disastrous fiscal policies, their servitude to the radical woke left and their utter failure to lead the nation. Biden and Harris should resign. Biden's not up to the job of being president. It's a 24-7 job, and he has neither the mental acuity or physical stamina to do it. When presented with options from intelligence officials and from those in Congress with knowledge of the situation in Afghanistan, Biden either failed to understand or completely ignored their concerns and advice. Instead, he executed a knee-jerk, politically motivated, botched operation. From commanding officers, people in the country, his intelligence community, the Pentagon, the CIA, the State Department, and the intelligence committees on both sides of the Capitol. He was warned that the only way to get our embassy personnel, each American wanted to leave, and our Afghan interpreters, to get them out safely, the only way would be to use Bagram Air Force Base. When we vacated Bagram, it was a fatal error. As had been predicted to add insult to injury, Biden's State Department gave the Taliban all the leverage in the world to take advantage of the delicate situation. Most people realize that you can't negotiate with terrorists. Biden handed them the entire country of Afghanistan and our state of the art military equipment on a silver platter. As a result, several Americans are stranded in Afghanistan. The Taliban now has U.S. weaponry, and 13 American service members paid the ultimate price. All of this could have been prevented. To make matters worse, Harris claims she was the last person in the room when the decision was made to withdraw from Afghanistan to meet a photo op arbitrary deadline. If that's the case, she bears responsibility as well. In addition, the president and vice president have abdicated their duty to secure our southern border. Record numbers of migrants are pouring into our country. The drug and human trafficking business are booming. All the administration had to do with respect to the border policies was nothing. President Donald Trump was building the wall and the remain in Mexico policy was deterring illegal crossings. We saw dramatic improvements. Because they were Trump policies, the Biden administration hates everything Trump did, no matter what. We are now back to the dangerous open border days. This administration's incompetence and craven political nature are making people less safe. Meanwhile, in communist China, it's on the rise, forming an open alliance with the Taliban. Russia is getting an oil pipeline while American jobs are being destroyed, along with the Keystone Pipeline. The Biden administration has already passed over a trillion dollars of deficit spending with another three point five trillion proposed. It's bankrupting our country with a progressive wish list. Furthermore, in an attempt to continue to politicize the covid-19 pandemic, the Biden administration now wants to mandate that all federal employees, workers at entities receive federal funding and workers at any private business with over 100 employees take the vaccine. Biden even said verbatim that this is no longer about freedom or personal choice. His administration wants to control your life and impose government regulations on your personal freedoms. This is a notion straight out of the communist handbook. I've always encouraged people to seriously consider talking to their doctor as to whether to take the vaccine or not. Receiving the vaccine should always remain a personal choice. When Republicans take back the House and the Senate, we will hold this entire administration accountable. In the meantime, someone must be held responsible for the disastrous state of our government. If the Democrats can impeach Trump for a phone call, Biden and Harris must be removed for their total and complete dereliction of duty. If the Democrats in Congress won't do their jobs and remove them, the president and the vice president should do the right thing for the country for once and resign immediately. That is from Congressman Billy Long from Missouri. Now, I just want you to know, while I agree with all of that, that leaves Nancy Pelosi as president of the United States. <laughs> 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 that may not be the the best idea.
3: But with that, but it's-, it's hard to say that he, that he should. You know, should remain in office doing this job the way he's doing it. You know, and she's obviously a big part of this.
0: But she- do you know his rep- his approval ratings are lower than hers now? Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Well, when- she's
3: in some ways playing this in in a, in a smart way politically. She's just trying to not be seen. She's trying to make yeah. you forget she's vice president. Yes. She has nothing to do with this. Yes, you know everyone's like, "Where is she?" Well, she's being smart. She's hiding.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, thanks, Kamala. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. She is. She is um, side by side with uh, this president, though, and for him to have lower approval ratings than she has. Do you remember? Just what, two months ago, three months ago, the beginning of the summer, they were they were having meetings in Washington because her approval ratings were so low. Mm -hmm. They didn't know what to do about it. And they had all these meetings with all of these PR people. What can we do to get her approval rating up? Because she she can't survive this. His are now lower than hers. And that's with the press really not holding their feet to the fire at all. American Financing NMLS 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. How hard is it to plan for the future? Well, if you're doing it right, the answer is usually pretty hard. You not only have to learn how to live within your means, and that can be pretty hard, especially when you're young and people practically throw credit cards at you, But you also have to learn when and where you can save money throughout the year. And that's not always the most obvious thing in the world. If you're fiscally responsible and you're a homeowner, I want you to give the mortgage consultants over at American Financing a call today. They're going to make the job figuring out where they can save money, where you can, and how much they can. Money that you will save month after month after month. Whether it's a mortgage refi or a lower interest rate or maybe even a consolidation loan, you should know... Get out from underneath those credit cards that everybody was throwing at you in the 20s. Get in, into uh, a kind of loan that American financing can uh, give you, and it will help. You could save hundreds of dollars a month, maybe as much as a thousand. Call American Financing today, 800 906 2440. 800 906 2440, or Americanfinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Seven in ten now view the chaos on the U.S. Mexico border as a crisis and blame President Joe Biden and the media for it. Seventy percent feel the border is a disaster. And by the margin of 54 to 37, most likely voters believe that a crisis was created by Biden and not Donald Trump. I can't believe 54 to 37? How is this caused by Donald Trump? Biden gets few points for reversing the Trump plan. 13% call his performance excellent. <laughs> 13.
3: Wow. Yeah. Shooting for the sky there. There's probably 13% of this population that's in his
0: administration. There's 13, there's 13 percent. There's there's more than 13 percent believe we didn't land on the moon. <laughs> I think I'm much more skeptical of the moon landing than I am of this. He president doing a good, good job. Sixty seven percent say his handling of the issue has been poor to fair with over half 52 rating it as poor. Now, here's the key. The media coverage is just as bad. Seventy three percent disapprove of the media coverage which only started to focus on the border as 15,000 migrants, many from Haiti, camped out under a Texas border bridge. What would this be like if they covered it like a real
3: news story? Because they covered it like a real news story, and I think it was like March for a week. And his approval rating on the border went through the floor, as you'd expect. And then they... And honestly, you can give them somewhat of a pass here as there have been nonstop various catastrophes they've also had to cover from Afghanistan and everything
0: else. Well, let's not call them catastrophes there. Let's call them what they are. Humanitarian crises. Yes, he has many of those, though. I would also include things like inflation
3: and spending and uh, violent crime across the nation and all the other things that have popped up. The numerous scandals that we've had in this administration in just a few months so they've been all over the place and they haven't done a good job of covering those either, but the border started in March and it's continued and gone off the charts ever since to the point where the government actually had to adjust the top of their chart of how many people were crossing the border. They went all literally off the charts and they had to make the chart bigger to fit the numbers of people crossing the border. And it has gone on nonstop since March and has totally left the media coverage until this new under the bridge situation
0: up. and they're up. not really covering what's going on did you hear the e buses that the united states is providing to ship them to the airplane or wherever they're now hijacking they have hijacked the buses <laughs> what yeah <laughs> hijack the buses it's like con air we are screwed this is the Glenback program. There aren't too many dog owners or pet owners out there that, that don't want the absolute best for their best friend. Your dog is part of the family. You want him to live a long and healthy life and be at his happiest. What he eats has a lot to do with that, and if he's eating dog food, especially kibble food, he's not getting all the nutrients he needs. Here's some good news: Rough greens. It's not a dog food, but rather a supplement that you sprinkle on the dog food. And it's chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in rough greens. Most dogs love it and will go crazy for it. That's how my dog Uno, that's how he is. He loves it. Pickiest eater I've ever seen until the day we sprinkled some rough greens on his food. Try it out now for your dog. Make sure they'll eat it. They're offering a free little sample bag for your dog just to make sure they uh, they eat it. Uh, all you have to do is pay for the shipping of it. And then if your dog loves it as much as Uno does or as much as President Miles does, Stu's dog, uh, just order a full bag and watch the changes in your dog. It's roughgreens.com slash back 833-GLEN-33
3: head over to blaze tv.com slash glenn the promo code is Glen 25 right now you can save 25 B- bucks off your subscription what? to blaze tv i know right
0: mm. <laughs> hello america welcome to the glenn beck program pat gray is joining us from pat gray unleashed now uh pat i just mm-hmm. thought i'd give you some breaking news uh All right. haiti is very upset with us now oh no yeah they're saying that uh hmm. it was inhumane to just put people on a plane and ship them over wow i kind of agree with them hmm. actually because these people were not from haiti they had got many of them many of them uh had uh, gone away from haiti and now they're going to a place that they really don't know was, uh, they and, were already going to a place they don't know. We should yeah, be that, clear. That's true. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 I don't
3: have, it's hard to have all that much sympathy for someone who is trying to come here
0: to break our laws and get into our country it and winds is, up back except, in their home country. Except our own nation is inviting them. Yes, uh, I, I mean, it's, it's more complicated yeah, than that. It's more than than complicated that, than I that. I just I just wanted to point out, another country is mad at us. <laughs> Wait, no, no. Actually, we've, uh, we're back. America's back oh
3: really yeah uh, <laughs> okay. we're, we're back people okay. love us again is the, that the respect be, we demand is yeah. now here after donald trump ruined it you sure he didn't huh. say
0: uh america is turning its back no uh i don't think so america is back and that's why you can keep continuing to kick us in the ass is that
1: because that's another face back, that's our back. back
0: a kick me sign on yeah. the back of us uh, uh it's yeah. uh it's not good so uh yesterday there was a a white house squabble with um boris johnson you know they took the Mm -hmm. questions Mm -hmm. and uh boris said yeah bbc yeah he takes a question like any any leader
1: would do in this situation happens all the time no i i've never seen it has it ever happened i don't think so questions from the media no questions from another uh, he taking charge of it and then asking for the questions has that ever happened before where he uh, takes I, over for the American president and just starts oh, inviting questions. Well,
3: usually what happens is they both get questions. Yes. Right? Yes.
1: yes, but it's usually the president who would say, yeah, let's open it, but he's so out of
0: it that I think Boris control. I don't think he is. Control. I don't think he is that out of it. I, You know, <sighs> yeah. I am it's comfortable saying he is out of it. <laughs> I am comfortable saying that. Yeah. But I don't know. I go I back and know. forth I'm, a little bit on this. Yeah, it, I'm not convinced that he's not very lucid when they... You know jack him up with drugs Or whatever at
1: some points of the day Yes but if you go Later in the day that which is why he Doesn't uh, then he's You know the medication is worn off he's getting A little tired and Mm -hmm. then the dementia creeps Back in
3: yeah I mean he's there's Definitely moments where he's having major problems With this stuff oh yeah yeah. I'm I'm reading Peril this Bob Woodward Robert Costa Book that's out Mm -hmm. and you know the one That that talked about Mark Milley uh, Mm -hmm. Calling over to China that's kind of what That's how the book starts uh, that whole exchange. But I if you were to say that, what is the one defining characteristic that this book is trying to come, to to push across? Like what, what is it trying to communicate to you? Obviously, there's stuff about Trump in there and how bad he is, because uh, that's a large focus of it. But if there's one thing they're trying to push down your throat in this book, I would say is that Joe Biden is totally engaged in all of this. Oh, you got to be kidding that, me. I mean, that is every single one of these scenarios. Oh, they go on and on and on and on about how engaged he is, how how many questions he asked, how much he wanted to know every little detail. His staff was so annoyed with him because he kept asking for all of the little minuscule details. B.S.
0: I, I mean, that's B.S. I don't believe it. I, so it's <laughs> Bob Woodward who, you know, I don't have a problem saying, you know, doesn't necessarily tell the truth in oh, all sure. of his reporting. Right. Um, could however, could just be fake. right? It could mm-hmm. just be what they're trying to get across.
3: Now, what's it interesting is. That about That makes this- him
0: just a tool, though. That makes that whole book simply a tool and Bob Woodward a tool. Yeah, and I, I, I don't I think I'm the first that. one that said that Bob Woodward's a tool, but... <laughs> Woodward, though, <laughs> takes real sources mm-hmm. and
3: basically believes what they tell him. So... No matter what. Yeah, and mostly mostly no matter what. So, like, he'll get five aides from the Biden administration, right, that tell him Joe Biden is super engaged and here's all these stories. What I found interesting about it, though, was the book was written, for example, before Afghanistan turns into a catastrophe, right? Yeah. Before... Co- the fourth wave of COVID, right? At this point, they're thinking, oh, he solved these problems. Oh, he's going to get us out of Afghanistan. And it's a way of having showing Biden as super engaged to take credit for all the wonderful things he's about to accomplish. Yeah. Well, we now know all those things fell apart. Well, his aides are liars.
1: Uh, and you know they are. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true, though. So, I, that's a legitimate thing. And, and beca- you look point. at the Boris Johnson, uh, Joe Biden meeting the other day. As soon as Johnson takes a breath his people are ushering the press out of there because they don't want Biden to be subjected to any kind of questioning. They know he can't do it. He's incapable of handling it. And so as soon as they can jump in, in mid-sentence from Boris Johnson, they rush everybody out of so nobody has a chance Play to ask Play that audio. Anything. Here's so the. Yeah. It
0: is. Here's the uh, audio. That's,
2: that's
0: the... Okay. The, I, I think okay. And Biden just looks at it like yeah. he's confused. Yeah, I mean, he it's really one thing does. to like, okay, the press conference is over.
3: You stand up, you shake Boris's hand, you say something into his ear. Yep. You act like you are on your phone. I don't know anything other than just sitting there staring. But they know they must
1: prevent disaster, and so that's how yeah. they handle it. They're uh, they're shutting off his sometimes in the middle of his his at the well, it's not in the middle, but at the end of his press conferences when he starts to go off of script, they will just turn off the feed. Yeah.
3: And, and it's They've done that multiple times. And to go back to this book for a quick second, they they do show him as hyper engaged in the policy details, the behind the scenes negotiations, all that. However, they also the book confirms something that we said throughout the entire campaign which was they yes they literally did build a wall around him so that he would not have moments with the press he would not have questions that were that would surprise him they said they built a a wall around him to avoid longer interviews because they knew eventually he would say something that got into the press and screwed something up Mm -hmm. and they basically confirmed that yes he was hiding and using COVID to hide in his basement. In his basement so that none of this stuff would happen. my god. And just let Donald Trump wow. be the focus of the campaign. Let him say his stuff. Let him tweet his stuff. Let him mm-hmm. do everything. Don't mm-hmm. make news. And that was the look. And I we said at the time. I think that's a smart way for Joe Biden to run a mm-hmm. campaign because he's obviously terrible. And mm-hmm. anytime anyone thinks about him, they can't vote for him. So no. the only hope was make this all about Donald Trump, twenty four hours a day, that's and they act did. as if you're not even running for president. And that's what they did.
0: So I think the next shoot a fall. And I don't. I don't know. Uh, I mean, he could screw anything up. We could be in nuclear war tomorrow um, with France. Uh, The the uh, the next shoe to fall, I think, is the economy. If you look at what's happening yesterday, the Fed announced. Now, the Fed came out. The Fed chair came out, what, six months ago and said, we're not even going to think of interest rates until 2022, 2023. that's a long way off. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yesterday, they said they were going to end tapering, which is, you know, end the free money giveaway. They're going to end tapering the uh, nightly thing that they give away to the 12 tap- banks. No, no, not no that. that's they're, not that. they're not going to don't end that. You not want to end that. No, this
1: is the 50 buy- billion a
0: night to yeah. 12 banks. I know. I know. Trillion dollars. Still, a month. they are. Uh, they are they're, They're uh, going to taper off on on their buying of stocks and bonds. OK, okay. Yeah. to keep the thing going. The last time they did that, the stock market went down dramatically and everything took a bath. Okay, so that's a bad sign. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then at the same time, they said, we're going to end we're going to end this. We're also going to raise interest rates next year. Wow. So they're going Mm -hmm. a year early and they've already made the statement where it's not even on the table. Now, suddenly it's on the table and they're going to do it next year it, the the well, economy inflation is in, f- inflation is through the 5.3 percent
1: that they're admitting to it's probably more worse than that oh, and it will be worse than, than that. that by the end of the year
3: i and, mean we're we're fortunate that it's not 40 percent right now <laughs> and you know there, that are. could be yeah in the future i mean and i think probably this was the first show that anyone in the audience unless you're super into finance heard about this chinese company uh, that is going uh, under yeah. it seems Evergrande is it yeah um and they uh, are now not paying employees like this thing seems like it's you know it is it's going out of control and it's it's the have, lehman brothers of china Have hundreds of billions of dollars in debt and it looks like they're not going to be able to make payments on it right and just that sort of force wow. with it with a with an economy that's tied in like it is now it's going to affect can't they yes, build china, an empty city That's they're the ones who are building them. That's the reason (laughs) I just build a new new giant city that no one will live in. Yeah, there's always
0: a solution. So if they go down, we have almost 90 ships off the uh, coast of California trying to get into the Los Angeles port. 90 cargo ships for for Los Angeles to get backed up. They they used to say one cargo ship is a really bad thing. One cargo ship waiting. Okay, they want to move these things in and move them out. They can't get people to truck it. They can't get people to move it. I mean, no employees, no employees. We have 90 cargo ships. So if you're waiting for something, has anybody else noticed you're waiting all the time? somebody came to the house because you know i'm two weeks away from finishing construction at my house <laughs> oh really
1: yeah, yeah. wow so, so finally it's gonna there's yeah, well, light, there's at, the light, the light at the end of the
0: tunnel okay. so somebody came yesterday and they were giving me an estimate on something that will definitely happen in the next two weeks so we're all done right right and uh and i said mm-hmm. uh well when 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 is this they said no idea and i said what do you mean no idea? And they said, I know I hate saying that because I seem incompetent, but I'm telling you <laughs> the the uh, suppliers will not even give mm. us an estimate on when it will come in. My gosh. And I said, have you, do, have you ever lived in a time in America where this has happened? And she's like, no, never, never. Now, I started thinking today about
3: if you're gonna do christmas shopping i want to get that done early this year yeah you know they're there
1: gonna be shortages They're gonna be of shortages
3: things. of all these things right mm-hmm. when we get when if you're trying to buy toys for kids and stuff it's already difficult if if it's a hot toy yeah. this might be i'm i'm a total procrastinator when it comes to christmas shopping but this is the year i think i might pull the trigger early. i'm having a really hard time finding a teddy
1: ruxpin i really, really? yeah i can't <laughs> really? find him anywhere yeah wow I really wow yeah. oh, I'm and at, at 12. i've been shopping early for it oh, you know? i have 12 yeah. for yeah. my adult children I- need <laughs> teddy ruxpin
3: uh, don't your adult children run your cookie company <laughs> they right, actually and do and yes. you're buying them teddy Ruxpins.
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah yeah, uh, they just where they run the company, but they're not that mature. <laughs> well, they are making it's cookies. a cookie. It's
0: a cookie company.
3: I think this cookie should be four pounds. That's the sort of decision making you're getting over and there. Those
0: are good decisions. <laughs> Very good decisions. Over uh, at <laughs> car shield. Uh, you might get away with rolling the dice for a while after your car warranty goes out. But, you know, something bad is going to happen. Your car you know, would be the first in history just to keep running forever. So, something is going to happen. Uh, and right now, with the chip shortage and everything else, it could cost you a fortune. Your car is going to need repairs. And when it does, you know, you got to be covered under something. If your car is not under warranty, you don't want to even look at the bill. Now, for covered repairs with Car Shield, it's the best. They take care of the uh, repair with your choice of mechanic. You get roadside assistance. You get a rental car. It's going to be a breeze. It'll save you thousands of dollars, and you don't have to write any checks. Car Shield. it's a win-win. They have put me back on track when I've been on a pin- in a pinch with two of my trucks up at the farm that are, you know, all long out of warranty. I have CarShield, and they are going to drive until their doors fall off. I'm not sure if that one's covered. CarShield.com slash Beck carshield.com slash back save 10% carshield.com slash back deductible may apply. This is the Glenn Beck program. Last night on the Wednesday night special, we ran out of time. I had to cut a bunch of stuff, including the solution section. Um, and it's really important. Last night I, I laid out uh, how things are going to change here in America. We are no longer going to be energy independent. And I don't mean like that usually means, you know, we're going to depend on OPEC. I mean, you can't, you're going to be dependent on the federal government now. Uh, the federal government is doing everything they can to phase out gas and natural gas and coal fire energy. At the same time, by 2030, will be, all of the fleet, all of the cars that you can buy will all be electric. All of them will be electric by 2030. Uh, that's going to cause all kinds of problems. So it seemed like a, some futuristic prediction,
3: but these companies are literally changing their factories right now to do this. Like they, they are making the last versions of the cars with combustion engines. Ferrari.
0: Not, General Motors. But I mean, yeah. Yeah, but you're right. Ferrari, even Ferrari, Ferrari. I mean, Ferrari. like the, the racing, the, the companies that are known for their engines. Right. Gone twenty thirty, And all of the consumer level stuff, yes. you know,
3: you know, no one, you know, Ferraris or Ferraris, like they could, they could be crazy. Right. But we're talking about like, you know, Ford and General Motors and every car. I mean, I'll tell
0: I, you, you know, the, people talk about what do I do with my money? Um, you know, there's, I, I was thinking about buying, what is it? The new charger. I think it is. There's a Hellcat, maybe oh. the Hellcat. The Hellcat red line. Ooh. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't I don't have any reason to have a Hellcat, but that's the last of the the real engines. You know, a a V8 engine, a big block American engine. Uh, And those things are going to go up in value because there will always be somebody that wants a big, fast American muscle car. And they're not going to be building them. I mean, this is it. Anything when you you turn it on, you that's gone soon. Very, very soon. Um, By 2030, it will not be made. And I believe by 2022, 23, you won't find those anymore. It'll all be electric assist hybrids right away. By 2025, they're going to start weaning those out and it'll be all electric by Twenty thirty,
3: And some of those cars are great. There's there's no question about it. But, you know, there's something lost of the American experience when you're getting oh, rid yeah. of Big combustion loss. engines.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it's that's America. Right. And you're going to have a problem with energy, energy shortages because of that. I want to get into some of these things a little later on in the program, probably in hour number three, because it's really important for you to prepare for what's coming and uh what's coming is uh looks a lot like venezuela to me but uh what do i know we're going to talk about the border next this is the glenn Bank program